Light that spark fire nation. JLD here and a welcome to episode 1479 of EO Fire where I chat with today's most successful entrepreneurs seven days a week and the Fire Nation newsletter drops value bombs daily. Subscribe over at eofire.com or just text the word eofire to a 33444. Now I'll chat with today's featured guest, Kale Panaho. Kale are you prepared to ignite? Couldn't be more excited, brother. Yes. Kale is a personal trainer and biochemist, now dubbed a digital marketer, growth hacker, and startup advisor. He left his job to create his own business and provide the most actionable insights for those who want to take the same leap. Kale, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us just a little glimpse of your personal life. Yeah, absolutely, brother. So first of all, I just want to say thank you to you and the Fire Nation yeah. for taking the time have me involved but yeah i think coming back to where i am and what i've been doing i sort of had a very turbulent but exciting past 150 days so i left a very rapidly growing startup almost five months ago in which i had a very large portfolio of a million dollars worth of sales but also when you're in a rapidly growing startup you also end up working across web design Mm -hmm. growth hacking all sorts of different venues but My most recent venture and what has sort of led me down to this path of sharing the context is we started a business, a gym, in a town just sort of 200 kilometers away from me. And what we did is we spent $200 across 14 days and we generated a return of $202,000 in that time frame of annual memberships. (laughs) So... For us, it was really a huge combination of things, but obviously introducing myself in that respect to learning about the sort of strategic positioning of how to sort of get buy-in from a community, but also help coach others to create a business and teach people in our town that, you know, to get that community to create sort of that revenue and get people involved. Well, Kale, you have obviously developed a number of areas of expertise. I mean, as I mentioned in the intro, digital marketer, growth hacker, startup advisor, not to mention biochemist and personal trainer. Share with us something that we as Fire Nation probably don't know, but we should know that you're just an expert in. Give us two value bombs. Yeah, absolutely. So I promised myself that if I ever ended up on talking with someone like yourself or any podcast that I really want to share something of value. So with growth hacking and any person out there who's trying to find their product market fit, I cannot implore you enough to basically start. And when I talk about this, it's essentially having your idea, but having it to be able to be refined and reflected upon by others so you can get critical feedback, but also the ability of just saying, I have a great idea. I think I can make this work and actually getting the momentum to do it. And more often than not, it's not actually a lack of skills or resources but the psychology behind it. And as Tony Robbins has said, 80% of anything in business is actually psychology, and that first step is critical to actually seeing success. So the clients and the people that I've worked with now in terms of startup advising, the biggest always barrier is actually taking the leap from going, this is my idea, to actually publishing and going forward with it. And that's something that so many entrepreneurs struggle with and it's if you're not in that success zone of actually going from and publishing your idea then you're always going to struggle and the thing is it's just breaking that psychology of saying okay this could be successful too i want to find out 
if this will be successful, this is how I'm going to test this idea and this is what I'm going to do from here. Okay, what's something specific now that you know that we don't know? I mean, honestly, I'm going to be frank with you. We all know that we need to publish. We all know that we need to get content out there. But you're a smart guy, Kale. You're a biochemist. Come on. I mean, like, what's something that I don't know that I should know? I mean, I'm an entrepreneur. Tell me. Break it down. <laughs> yeah, of course. So I guess with the exact content that you really want to have a look at and when you're starting any business is to know exactly the outcomes. Well, so I don't want to know about any business. I don't care about any business. I care about your area of expertise. Like, what do you specialize in? Is it something to do with me and the food that I put in my body because, you know, I don't know how to lift right? I mean... <laughs> What's that area of expertise, Kale? Like, what what is something that that you can break down for us that you know that we don't know? Yeah, so I guess the parts that I really want to be able to help people break down, and what I do know is that the physiological patterns for most people to find success is often in the habits around their health and diet. So, a big part of what I help people do, and as a personal trainer and biochemist, is really been helping people find what they need to do. And the biggest thing that most people can improve on straight away physiologically to see an impact in both productivity and their lifestyle is improving their sleep. Give me a sleep hack that I've never heard of. Yeah. (laughs) Have you heard of pillow? Yes. Okay, cool. How about bedtime sleep? Never. Okay, good. So there's something there that you can use straight away. It's a small app that's just come out and it's just been published. Tell me about it. Okay, cool. So What happens with this app is that what we've seen and used with it, and I found this the other day, is it essentially gives me a a vibrating alarm to sort of wake me up, but also it's in the beta phases. So what it does is it's measuring when I sleep, the physiological patterns of what my health is doing. So when I go to sleep, it's telling me how much that affects what I do in my day-to-day and the patterns that come out with that. So they're in a beta phase, and these are the people that that I'm working with at the Mopin, the startup group. Kel, tell me something you've changed your mind about in the last six months, meaning something that you used to believe that you no longer do. Big thing for me was what I used to do when planning and setting goals was having expectations. With that, what I mean is that I would set a goal and I would have an expectation that to see a result at the end. But what I've changed that now is to looking at outcomes. And what I'm often doing is I'm actually measuring the change. And so For me, I used to think if I set a goal and I would expect an outcome, I'd have such a huge emotional attachment to that. But now what I try and do and what I've changed my mind on is setting a goal and setting outcomes. And with that there, that's having obviously the worst case scenario, best case scenario in the middle ground. And I think for me, what I used to do, and this is one of the biggest failures that I used to have, is I would set out to achieve something and I would get almost 90% of the way there, but it wasn't my expected goal. And as a result, I have such an emotional detachment from it that I'd actually need to change that. And I've changed that now so that I can look at outcomes to be measurable Mm. as opposed to saying that this is an expectation and I don't have that emotional drop. I used to find that if I set a goal and if I got there, even, you know, 90%, I would never take on board the learnings because I would deem that as a failure. Whereas now I look at it strategically and I measure quantitatively with that goal what I achieved. And if it was not quite what I got there, I still get to take out the learnings from that. So, Kale, there was a time before you turned $200 into $200,000. And I want to talk about a part in that time, during that journey, that you would consider your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. So, take us to that moment and tell us that story. 
for me, this sort of started maybe a year ago. And it was when I went back and we had a sort of a large sales outcome. I was working on a sales goal where I had a huge belief that I was working with a $100,000 sale. And as a result, this was going to be something that was huge for our company, our startup business. And for me, I had believed so much and had so many yeses from different people that I thought this goal was going to come through. What I hadn't seen and what I hadn't spoken to was the actual decision maker of this deal. So as the company I was working with, we'd put a lot of work and effort into this. And a lot of people around the decision maker had said, Kale, this is going to happen. This is what's going to happen here. And I was told yes by seven different people. But when the decision came down for the, my biggest sales goal and my biggest sales investment with working my startup company, the investor and the person who had to make the final decision had told me no. Now, for me, this was something that was huge. I boosted my own company, put that in our own forecasting. And as a result, we were out $100,000 and out of my own target for a million dollars, I was off by 10%. It was sort of one of the biggest disappointments that I've heard. And it was something that really crushed me and forced me to relook at how I take on outcomes, but also how I interact with other people. So what do you want to make sure that Fire Nation gets from that moment, from that experience that you had? Failure is something that will always happen to people. It's something that will always push people to sort of either fail again or succeed. And what I've done and what I've thought about and I would share is that from the success of obviously creating the $200 to 200K in the last obviously year from this time, I have depleted pretty much most of my savings in my account. I have gone through a process of having to look at myself and have some of the most difficult conversations with my friends. I've in terms of being an entrepreneur, I've had a discussion with my girlfriend where I have cried and said that I don't think I'm cut out for this. And I've also had people tell me that what I'm doing is wrong. I won't be able to make success and I won't be able to continue to moving forward with what my goals are. On the flip side of that though, though, and conversely, what I want to share with people and the Fire Nation and tell people is that in that time frame from here, I've also become a contributor for the Huffington Post. I've produced three articles now for some publications, and they're in the top 1% of those publications. I've created a business that's obviously generated $200,000 in sales and revenue. And on the other side of that option and that coin there too, as I've grown closer in my relationships, I've worked on my own sleep. I've gained three kilos of muscle in the gym while losing 2% of body fat. And the last part of it here is that I just kept going through those failures only to learn more. And the biggest thing in psychological barriers that were holding me back was not what other people said to me, but listening to sort of my own fears and doubts and not going forward to push forward with that. And something that from those failures is that you can always learn to change and move forward with momentum if you believe in yourself. Fire Nation, what I'm taking away from this is that Kale actually identified what he wanted in life. He he was able to set clear, coherent goals and then move towards them. And yes, he had outside forces that were negative and telling him he couldn't do this. And he had setbacks that were inside and outside of his control. But because he had that goal in the distance and he knew he was moving towards it with the ups, with the downs, with the distractions, with the lack of focus, he was still able to get there over time. So that's why it's so important to take the time, sit back, set that clear, coherent goal that's meaningful, that's relevant, that's a key word here, relevant, 
and move towards that. Now, Kel, on the flip side, talk to us about one of your greatest aha moments. Tell us that story. Yeah, well, uh, I came essentially at the end of one of my biggest failures. So when I'd sort of resigned from my job and I'd been told that I was going to get no, things weren't working out, what I came to see, succeed and see was it's a culmination of the grind. And what I looked at is that the past collective work that I put in will always bring me forward towards success. I had to turn every failure into a learning opportunity. And the aha moment came when I was sitting down and I was looking through what happened is with my bank accounts, I was getting down to the last of my savings. And I said to myself, look, this is something that needs to change. Where can you go back from and find what caused you to fail in each of those situations? And the change in the outlook came from that actually my failures have brought me to my success point. Learning that going down to my last of my savings, losing and coming out of jobs without sales and coming forward from there and actually taking it and putting it into a position of saying that these failures are going to be successful and what I'm doing is taking the learnings from here. From that point there, what I tried to do and what I've consistently hope and can obviously give to the Fire Nation now is that I now form some form of quantitative association that I can measure and improve on all types of goals. And what I say with that there is the aha moment came is that if I was looking at a qualitative task, saying presenting a speech or talking to people, what I would then do is record the speech and I would measure something qualitatively and say, how many times did I pause? How many times did I say, um, and what I've done now is taken each outcome and looked at from there, every process is having measurable quantitative goals associated with where I want to go. And I think this is a really pivotal change for me because what I learned from there is that even though my failures, I could see where I'd gained and what I'd changed. And there was a measurable aspect for that. And each time I come into a new task, I can go back and say, I need to do a new sales pitch. So I need to talk to someone else who is a millionaire. From there, I can sort of see, okay, did I speak properly? Did I have something that went right? And I can always measure something with that now. So my aha moment was when I came out and was able to quantitatively measure most of the goals that are pushing me forward now. Fire Nation, the key word here is progress. If you as a human being are making progress, whether it's financially, with health and fitness goals, whatever it is in life, if you're making progress, you are going to be optimistic. You are going to have a higher level of happiness, period. Every time you make progress, you're doing what we as humans are naturally meant to do, make progress. When we plateau, when we get stagnant, that's when the negativity occurs. And again, that's where goals come in. That's where you have to keep accountability. All of these things focus on the progress. Now, don't go anywhere because Kale's going to be rocking the lightning rounds. But before we get there, let's take a quick moment to thank our sponsors. All right, guys, let's be real. Being comfortable is important, but for men, it's not always easy finding the right socks, t-shirts, and underwear. Am I right? Thankfully, Tommy John has the solution. Tommy John is a 21st century men's underwear brand that has redefined comfort for guys everywhere, including me. They've combined featherlight breathable fabrics with an innovative design for a fit so perfect, it's almost like wearing nothing at all. Their undershirts are just as incredible 
incredible. They go on like a second skin and never come untucked. Even their socks are engineered to stay up all day long. Guys, for a truly mind-blowing undergarment experience, look no further than Tommy John. All their underwear is backed by their best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guarantee. So you've got nothing to lose. Tommy John, no adjustment needed. Visit TommyJohn.com slash fire to get 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com slash fire for 20% off. TommyJohn.com slash fire. I'm terrible when it comes to design, which is why it's the first thing I'll delegate to someone else who knows what they're doing. But it's not always easy to find qualified designers. Sound familiar? If so, I have just the place for you, Design Crowd. Design Crowd helps startups and small businesses crowdsource custom graphics, logos, and web designs from designers around the world. All you have to do is start by posting a brief that describes the design you need. Then Design Crowd will invite its 500,000 designers to respond. Within hours, you'll receive your first design, and over the course of several days, a typical project will receive 60 to 100 plus different designs to choose from. All this left to do is pick the best design and approve payment to the designer. Visit designcrowd.com slash fire. That's D-E-S-I-G-N-C-R-O-W-D dot com slash fire for a special $100 VIP offer or simply enter the discount code fire when posting your project on Design Crowd. Kale, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Yeah, so this is something that I've been looking at and actually having <laughs> put together a couple of answers so I could go through these with you. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I think fear of failure and the ability not being able to publish. I think that was my biggest sort of worry is that if I went forward and showed that I was trying to achieve something and fail in front of everybody, it was too much for me and the ability having to change my mindset around that. What is the best advice you've ever received? Your present situation is not your final destination. And I think the best is yet to come. And it holds true for so many tasks and everything that you do in your life. What is a personal habit that contributes to your success? Taking failures as collective learnings and being grateful for that mindset change and shift. If you could recommend just one book, what would it be and why? Yeah, like I mentioned earlier, Tony Robbins said 80% of the battle is psychology. And a book that I recommend for that is Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. Kale, I want to end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Yeah, fantastic. So if you want to connect with me, the biggest thing and what I recommend is getting in touch with me at www.kalepanaho.com, and you can send me an email from there. And what's that parting piece of guidance? For any person who's wanting to achieve something, make sure that you have an accountability for that that you're able to associate numbers and metrics for the goals that you're wanting to achieve and the outcomes that you're wanting to get from that and never be afraid to fail because those are your biggest learning points and they're always part of that journey on that road to success. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with and you have been hanging out with KP and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Kale, that's K-A-L-E, in the search bar and his show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. These are the best show notes in the biz, timestamps, links galore. And Kale, I want to thank you, brother, for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks for having me, brother. Real pleasure and privilege to be here. 
Fire Nation, I hope you enjoyed our chat with Kale today. And if you want to check out our free podcasting course where you can create, grow, and monetize your podcast, visit freepodcastcourse.com and I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side.